0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1224, air date June 1st, 2023.
1: All right. Uh, Good
0: morning, everyone. Good evening, um, or good afternoon. Uh, This is our open house that we do every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Those of you are watching on social media, if you want to join us, you can go to vashiva.com slash orientation And John, maybe you can put that out on the streamyard if you're able to do that. Um, And that allows anyone to RSVP if you want to join us right now. Uh, And those of you on StreamYard, you can share that or or on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we have a number of people here who are our Truth, Freedom, Health warriors joining us. Um, Today's conversation, as John, you brought up, if you can um, uh, flash the the, uh, title again, John, the image, is really to talk about the fact that once again, uh, as we pointed out, uh, first to point out that Elon Musk is a government front man. He does not care about free speech. He has nothing to do with anything having to do with free speech. Of anything, the guy talks from both sides of his mouth. And as I gave in the talk yesterday, and everyone should go look at it. Another person who talks from both sides of his mouth is the quote-unquote humanitarian war mongering Robert F Kennedy. And if you look at the elites on the left or the right, who are top down and they want you to follow them, a singular um, premise, a singular feature that they have is they don't give a damn that they say one thing another day, day and they mean something uh, and they go do something another day. They think that you're peasants, that you will just say, oh, Bobby had to do that because of this. Oh, Elon had to do that because of this. And that attitude, which they brainwash people on, succeeds for them because you have a bunch of numbskulls out there. When these pe- the elites do something so obvious and overt, saying one thing and within moments they go do something else. You have a whole bunch of people willing to absolve them. Most people do not get absolved of that in their everyday lives. For example, uh, since December of 2022, I was the first one, again, the first in many other things I've done. I have to take credit for that. It's not arrogance. It's giving credit to the fact that we take a systems approach at Truth Freedom Health where we're able to see interconnections. We're actually able to see the future. And we encourage all of you to also go to truthfreedomhealth.com, become a part of this movement so you can also... Um, have this predictive capability so that you don't get suckered in. But in December of 2022, it was um, uh, when I was put back on Twitter, I knew Musk was doing that to try to bribe me that I'd quiet down, but I didn't. I kept exposing the fact that there is a government, governments of all the countries have created backdoor portals into Twitter and every other social media company, be it China, be it India, be it the United States, be it UK, be it Taiwan, New Zealand, go down the list. All of the governments have a backdoor portal into Twitter and they tell Twitter what they want them to do. And particularly in the United States, that backdoor portal into Twitter is a quid pro quo. Government gives that, uh, Twitter allows government to have that backdoor portal and does what they say. In return, Twitter gets section 230 immunity, which give them their 40, $50 billion valuation. Let me repeat that again. The government tells Twitter, You give us backdoor access, and in return for that, we'll keep your Section 230 immunity. And that Section 230 immunity gives Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg and all of their investors in Silicon Valley their very high valuations. So they can buy all their homes and they can use that stock equity to do what they want. So please understand this is uh, the elites have struck a deal in the United States with the Congress. The First Amendment says that Congress shall pass no laws to bridge freedom of speech. They've done that. They've done an end run around the First Amendment by allowing Congress to have, uh, by uh, by allowing government to have the ability to do an end run. That's precisely what's happened. And it was our lawsuit in 2020, long before all the limited hangout Twitter files um, that called this out and all the other uh, uh, grifters And all the other not so obvious establishment concealed it. Um, To make this clear for those of you, um, John, you may want to put up this URL up there. Okay, I can put it up in Zoom and you can give it to others, John. Um, But you will see this article, which I recommend everyone to do. I did this back in November, which said Elon Musk equals censorship and surveillance, a false god for free speech, leading you to slavery in an ever expanding censorship and surveillance state across land, sea, air, and space, in which Elon Musk is fully entrenched in and economically dependent on force, power, profit, control. It goes through the censorship network diagram that I discovered, which has been, by the way, plagiarized multiple times without giving proper attribution by scumbags like Matt Taibbi, by members of Congress. The basic thing, if you're a journalist, is you're supposed to give attribution. Well, we did this back in 2020, okay? And here are the playbooks we discovered. But anyway, this article goes through detail laying out how they suppressed our lawsuit, um, our movement, how they separate truth from action and so on. But primarily goes and exposes the fact that Elon Musk's entire operation is based on um, having a government, uh, deep government connections in the United States. SpaceX um, $5.7 billion he got from government with Tesla carbon government credits, which made Tesla worth $600 billion. It was during the pandemic that Musk made all of his money. And then, as I mentioned, Twitter having Section 230 immunity. But I encourage everyone to read this article. So this has been out there and we've been exposing Musk uh, every day. And it, it is our exposition of Musk that has not been good for us because we get shadow banned. Um, my tweets get put in a cage. I went from 500,000 views per day in December down to maybe 10,000 views per day because Musk has redefined free speech, in a fascist term, we said free speech does not equal free reach. Anyway, so I've talked about this. Well, today, well, yesterday, in the last 24 hours, now there's further evidence of what I've been stating, and I want to share that with everyone. Um, Let me bring that up. Um, Let me bring up this PowerPoint I put together for you guys. But if you look at this PowerPoint deck, John, can you, as everyone can see it, right? Yes sir, everyone can see it. Okay. So if we look at this PowerPoint deck, um what you'll see here is that this is the Global Times. What is the Global Times? The Global Times is a newspaper of the Chinese Communist Party. It's essentially their front-end newspaper. Now, uh, Musk was um, telling all of his free speech uh enthusiasts who were thought he's a he's a fighter for free speech. He, he does a little shit to make people think he's all for free speech. One of the things he did was he started labeling organizations he said china state affiliated media so um he gets to go around labeling organizations oh that's china state-affiliated media or that's canada state-affiliated media and all of his uh, lapdog free speech quote-unquote free speech grifter said oh see musk is labeling media companies wow isn't he great okay so he did this but before he landed in china look what he did he removes it okay and he calls him a media news company Everyone, see that? Before they're China state affiliated media, and now they're a media news company. All right. So the arbitrary nature of what he's doing will let you know this has nothing to do with free speech. It's about his personal interests. When I exposed him for what he is, he took it personally, and he has shadow banned one of the most outspoken fighters for free speech for the last 20, 30 years, one of the outspoken fighters. Um, a, a political candidate in the United States who's exposed the elites. And, and so he takes it upon himself to decide one day they're China state affiliated media, another day they're a media news company. All right? So this is what, to all of the grifters out there, by the way, Boobie F. and Kennedy has said, oh, Musk is fighting censorship. Okay? DeSantis, he's fighting censorship. All the other presidential candidates have praised Musk at one time or the other. They don't understand. He's not really a, a technologist. He's, if anything, he's an incompetent technologist. He couldn't even keep Twitter uh, up and running with all the billions he has. He couldn't scale it when he had the Desantis uh, announcement. Okay, so this guy's not that bright, but he has a lot of hype around him, and it's all about him. So you notice here, he's done this thing where before he landed in China, he took away the China state-affiliated media because it says they're a bias organization, and he now calls them a media news company. That comes right from Elon Musk. All right? Now, so he went there, had a big party, thanked all of he went to his gigafactory. Now, in China, one of the things you need everyone needs to understand is in the United States, we have this um at least, you know, you have this uh a veil of separation between the big corporations, the mega corporations and government, okay? Um in fact, they're very closely tied through the lobbyists. Um, they all support each other. The big guys, big companies through lobbies, pay off the Congress people, and the Congress people pass laws that they want In China, however, there is no such veil. It's one. The heads of the big corporations and the party leadership are one. Um, a very famous uh, communist theoretician called the state capitalism, where the government, the state, and the capitalist entities become one. And that's how China operates. So when you, if I go back to this, if I go back to this share here um, and you look at this PowerPoint that you will see that he's meeting right here with the Ministry of Commerce. But this guy, in many ways, is a CEO of the entire IT group. OK, the ministry, I'm sorry, the, the entire commerce. And he basically the, the factories there, the gigafactory is really under it's a it's a partnership with the Chinese Communist um, Party, right? Because the Chinese Communist Party is the only one that really can control these businesses. So you notice he's meeting with government officials in China and before he went there, he took away the fact that there were Chinese state-affiliated media to PISA. The other interesting thing to notice, even the Washington Post put this out there, when he was there, he says Elon Musk, the mercurial head of Tesla and Twitter on his first visit in three years, so China and the U.S. were conjoined twins with inseparable interests. So let that sink in. in. Interests. What does inseparable interest mean? Well, we in the United States, we have something called the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. Conjoined twins would say that they're the same set of people. That means what? China has the First Amendment and the Second Amendment? I don't think so. Or we're going to lose the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, which are fundamental rights. So this statement that he made um, should make it clear he's telling it to your face we're conjoined twins and if you go here and this was the article that came out um that he said you know we're conjoined twins what i want you to take you to is um who were the investors in twitter and no one bothers to go look at it but if you go look at it there were a number of very very important uh chinese-based companies binance one of the big bitcoin companies was an investor um, in uh, in uh, let me just share my desktop here. In um, in uh, uh Twitter. So why do I say that? Well, let's go over here. Let's find that article right here. All right. So you will see right here Chinese Communist Party linked among uh, investors um, in Twitter purchase. And if you go through this article, so Binance among the companies providing billions in investment to the, is the Chinese Communist Party linked cryptocurrency exchange Binance, whose aggregate equity commitment was 500 million. So Binance, Chinese-based company, which is basically the Communist Party, because they're one, put a half a billion dollars into Twitter. So they have a a say, and they have some level of control, as you can imagine. Now, Sequoia Capital, which is one of the biggest VCs, contributed about 800 billion. And if anyone goes, looks at Sequoia, um, and Sequoia Capital's China founder, Neil Shen, You know, he attends all the Chinese Communist Party strategy meetings and and that same fund uh, 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 backs companies, including Tiktok. uh, And you can go look at all the different Chinese companies that they bank. Alibaba and Financial um, also uh, are included in Sequoia's portfolio. So you have to recognize. And by the way, there's other foreign holdings, for example, the Qatari holding company uh, committed three hundred seventy five million dollars. So the point that I want to make aware is that the linkage between government and Elon Musk's ventures are so closely intertwined that he will put his ventures ahead of any of the fundamental rights of the American people. First Amendment, Second Amendment. And what's really screwed up is that I, I was the first one to expose him. And the vitriol I got was not from the left, but from the quote unquote conservative right. And in fact, all of that conservative right people, these little rats like Dinesh D'Souza, uh, you, you can go to Joe Rogan, uh, you can go down the list of all these people were sucking up to Elon Musk, praising and praising him, including Bubi F. Kennedy Jr. saying what, how much he's doing against censorship. Well, this news right now is another slap in their face. And they don't care because they're all grifters. They just want views. They keep promoting Musk as though he's a fighter for free speech. And he does not shadow ban these people. Kennedy, who had less viewer, less viewers than me, suddenly is getting two to three million views. Why am I getting 5,000 views? Okay, because I'm the only one at this national world level exposing Musk for what he is. So he controls reach, which is redefining free speech. And this is exactly what China does. This is exactly what the censorship infrastructure in the United States want. So whether it's the United States or where there's the Chinese government, Musk serves government, which is the elites. Remember government, as I mentioned, Silicon Valley and government work hand in hand. They don't give a damn about free speech for the rest of us or the first or second amendments. They wanna treat us like peasants and suppress us. But the bottom line is about a month ago, Musk openly appointed a WEF leader to run Twitter. Now this woman, uh, believes in vaccine mandates, mask mandates, you can go down the list. And he did it again in your face. And again all these grifters doofuses is like Dinesh D'Souza did a video saying, well, he had to do that she's not that bad. So all the grifters around him who get their views suck up to him. In fact, actors like James Woods, as I mentioned to you James Woods, right after Musk appointed this WEF CEO, he said, "Oh, I guess the party's over." And I Retweeted to James, and I said, "Hey James, this party never began. This guy was never on your side." As that was going viral, James Woods, the actor, removes my re- deletes his tweet, which fortunately I screenshotted. And then the next day, James Woods says, "Thank you, Elon, for giving me a hundred thousand viewers." You see, Musk is buying off these grifters. He gives them views. They suck up to him. Keep giving people the idea that he's for free speech. Meanwhile, he's saying that China and the United States are conjoint twins with the same interests. I, I would say, yes, the same interest for the elites of China and the elites of the United States, but not the same interest for the people of, of the working people who in China get treated like slaves. And in the United States, the average uh, person today maybe has $400 in savings in their bank account. You see, when they say we have we are conjoint t- twins, we have common interests. It doesn't mean you or I, it means them, the 0.001%. It means Elon Musk who made, uh, who, and the 600 other billionaires during the pandemic who made $2.3 trillion. So we have to really, we have to pay attention to pronouns, the we and the us. The we and the us does not mean you or I, it means them. So that's what I wanted to share with everyone today. Let me just review these slides so you are clear on the images of what I'm sharing you here. So it lets it sink in. Here's the Global Times. They were called state-affiliated media. Uh, before he lands, he calls them media uh, media news company. He parties with his gigafactory workers in China, meets with Chinese officials, gets their blessings. And then he says, we are conjoined twins, uh, meaning and, uh, that are conjoined twins with the US and China having inseparable interests. And he's right. He's right to the extent that he, the United States elites, the Chinese elites, aka government, have the same interests, but you and I don't. That's why the movement for truth, freedom, and health in world history is so important because we're the only movement always calling out the not so obvious establishment. We're the ones who put our butts out there and are educating people. And we're able to do that. And everyone listening, go to truthfreedomhealth.com. If you can't join us, Today at 11, join us at 8 p.m. EST, because I'll be doing another open house. But the only way out of this is to break from this left-right paradigm, break from looking above to all of these elites, because they're all one, as though they're going to lead us to salvation. They're not. They will furthermore lead you into oppression. And that's what's been happening every generation, because people have been choosing the lesser of two evils. People have been looking above to these false gods. And it's right in bare view. Elon Musk is saying China and the United States are conjoined twins. We have the same interests. No, we don't have the same interests. They have the same interests, meaning the elites of China on the CCP um, and the elites of the United States at Silicon Valley. They have the same interests, but we don't. So I hope this helps people understand um, this very important concept of the not so obvious establishment and why they're the ones we need to break from as much as the establishment if there's going to be any significant change, but most importantly, build the bottoms up movement. And that bottoms up movement begins with you raising your consciousness, understanding these concepts. So please go to truthfreedomhealth.com for your own benefit. Don't do it for me. Um, It's taken me about five decades to put all of this content together to create the University of Truth, Freedom, and Health, create the community. But you have to take advantage of this. Otherwise, you're going to be screwed. Anyway, be well, be the light, everyone. Have a good uh, week. Okay. And we'll be uh, doing a follow-up talk, but please join us at the open house. Thank you. Did you want me to close out or keep it rolling for the, for the questions? Yeah. So what we want to do is that was my talk, everyone. I would like to take any questions we have. We'll take three questions, six questions John, three from our zoom audience and three from Streamyard. Go ahead, John. Any questions we have uh, our warriors here, any questions All right, I'm monitoring the social media chats, but anybody in uh, Zoom can uh, raise their hand or put up uh, or do the do the raise hand sign or umm uh let's see we got one from Casey Jones
1: Go ahead, what's the question? Um, uh, just with all the censorship and social media and ties to say china the c c p um deep state you know all the spying and everything and the social credit system and what are they doing with our data? you know are they monitoring our our thought patterns and you know what what we like what we like what we don't like, and putting us in groups? What's happening on that level, and should we be a little more cautious at any time? Being on Twitter because I got back on after being banned from everywhere for like the last ten years. Anywhere I got, anywhere I went, I was always uh, suppressed. So, just wondering about that—if it's something that we should ever be nervous about at any point.
0: Yeah. So, so who's that, Casey? So, Casey, this is what's going on. So, um, in 1993, and I've been involved in the field of AI, which is basically—it's a big word. All it means is predictive analytics. Okay. Um, Since I was 14 years old. You know, I used to look at sleep patterns of babies and try to predict when the baby would potentially have a breathing problem. So you're taking large amounts of data, you're applying various types of mathematical algorithms to predict the future. That's pretty much what AI is, all right? Um, Typically you have some type of what's called feature extraction, some type of clustering, and some learning. These are the three things. And I have one of the earliest patents on this, three US patents on this, but in 93, when I uh, came back to MIT for my PhD work, I was doing research on applying, it's really the right term is pattern recognition techniques, to um, all different kinds of things, because I wanted to build a system that could really, because I noticed in every field of engineering, everyone was doing their own thing. Like, For example, if you saw a heart wave pattern, was a person going to have a heart attack in medicine? Um, in all different fields. So I ended up creating this very nice infrastructure, did a lot of the math. Um, and then I left MIT to start a company to do analysis of email for customer service. So I know all the math in this field and the analysis of it, and m- much of it has not changed. All that's happened over the last 10 years is AI has gotten a hype, but the fundamentals have been around since the 1960s. Now, having said that, one of the goals of AI was called predictions, right? Predictive analytics. What does that mean? The reason they let you back on Twitter Casey, the reason they're putting people back on, they want the quote unquote rebels and revolutionaries back on because with modern technology, they can analyze who is following you. What are the features of those followers? Is Casey still there? You may want to unmute him, John, so we can talk. Does that make sense, Casey? So, Yes, it uh, does. So, <laughs> I, so I understand they can, that. yeah, They can build in some ways a profile about you. And how do they do that? Well, you need training data. What is a training data? Well, your followers and their tweets. So if I take Casey Jones, I could take all of your followers. And for every one of your followers, I could not only use their tweets, but nowadays, if you have money, you can buy public data. For every one of your followers, you can find out, do they own a home? Where do they live and all that? And so for every one of your followers, they can take all that data and you can do what's called clustering. And there's various types of clustering methods, K-means, ISA data, um these are mathematical techniques that were actually uh classic techniques that were built in the 60s and 70s that you can use those techniques to say oh all of casey's followers have this characteristic okay now what you can do casey is let's say you're someone they they just want to monitor and they don't and they want to shadow ban you you take those characteristics and you essentially sweep all of social media for that matter any database and you say oh these are the potential people that will follow Casey and to those people you would push content Casey that were people who directly were in opposition to you does that make sense yes it's it's a form of censorship that's more insidious than just kicking you off because i know in my case you know with the 300,000 plus followers i have my followers are going down once in a while, when I put a new tweet out that their algorithms have not figured out, it'll go viral and you'll see my followers go down. Okay. Um, so, what they're doing is they're taking all of my followers and they're figuring out who follows Dr. Shiva, who follows the truth, freedom, health movement. And to those people, they are pushing purposefully the not so obvious establishments' information, Casey. So, it's called disinformation at the unit level. And they're not only doing it to people 300,000 followers, they're doing it to people with you know, 10,000 followers. So what Elon Musk has created and all the big tech companies is a modern censorship state. But it's even more than just hiding, they're actually pushing disinformation because once they can do this predictive analytics, they can find out who will follow you and push them information so people don't follow you, they get sent to a facsimile of you, Casey.
1: Does that make sense? Right. It's like a live Truman show, AI scripting event, where they're continuously trying to curb the uh, the timeline that's moving in one direction and steer, it, steer the trends in another direction through people's consciousness.
0: Yeah, because we've had people who never uh, signed up for Robert Kennedy and they know he's a scumbag. And suddenly they're starting to get notified by him because they know our followers are figuring out these scumbags and some people are still on the fence so they will push the scumbags information to them so that's why i'm saying um, the censorship that's taking place is worse than what jack dorsey did and and without understanding this people think oh what's better or you know elon musk is great well he's not he's, he's the actual devil and that's why i said in yesterday's talks Casey. Hey, There are two faces of the devil, two faces of imperialism, two faces of the establishment, the obvious one who says, I'm just going to censor you. I'm just going to go invade this country. I'm just going to subjugate you. Right. I'd rather have them. And then there's the other face of the establishment who says, oh, we believe in peace and love and humanitarianism. We're going to go to Ukraine for humanitarian reasons. Well, you have no fucking right to go to Ukraine. And that's Robert Kennedy. This is what the this is what the wings of the establishment do they confuse people, they speak in ambiguous languages. I was just speaking to a very good friend of mine and we were both saying, you know, if someone just lies to you all the time, wow, he's a liar. But the most dangerous people are who'll tell you um, a certain number of truths and then they throw in a major lie. And that's what the Kennedys do, that's what Trump does. And that is the devil. The devil is, is, is those people who say all these right things and there's one thing that's off, okay? And that's how they sucker you in. And that's why we must and we will continue to expose the not so obvious establishment. And it yeah, is a break. They're, from-
1: they're like, uh, sorry, there's, there's, just, there's just something I got to say that it's basically like an open narcissist that, you know, you can avoid them because you know what they do. Right. And then there's then there's a covert and the covert's the dangerous one. And yes. that's where we're- that's
0: what I'm saying. But what's really cool, Casey, is there have been points in history which we're going to do videos of very inspiring points. When people break from the not-so-obvious establishment, that's when change occurs like that. You follow? In the Vietnam War, I, I-, I talked about this yesterday, You know, it was going on and on and on, and all these liberal hippies were out there saying we're against the war, against the war, and they were blaming Barry Goldwater and the ultra-establishment, right? Oh, they want to just bomb the Vietnamese. But then when uh, Johnson and Mayor Daley, the quote-unquote liberal Democrats, beat the shit out of them outside of the... <laughs> convention literally busted heads people are watching they said holy shit the democrats and the republicans are both warmongers and it was after that they both broke with both wings of the establishment and boom the war ended very quickly thereafter with the the establishment succeeds by having the obvious wing it'll try to get away with the obvious stuff just slam you and if they can't, they have the not so obvious version. That's why right now, 2024 is very important because they know our movement exists. They know guys like me have figured them out. They know I know what they know. So that's why they're hot to trot in creating a entire infrastructure of the not so obvious establishment. So it includes the Kennedys, includes the Trumps, includes the Elon Musks. Those are like the triumvirate. OK, and, and then around that, they have Tucker Carlson. Right. They have the entertainers, Joe Rogan. And
1: around that, they have the lapdog ass kissing grifters. And that is our real enemy. Does that make sense, Casey? Yeah, they've turned it into, you know, it's a big Hollywood movie that's yeah. actually live in 3D. And here we are. And we're turned into consumer consumers and and people who just watch the show. And uh, and I think that's a big a big problem. So I understand why you're you know working to get people to put their feet on the streets and talk to people.
0: We we, we got to get people on the ground. The future is offline. The future is offline. And I'm going to share on Saturday. I'll be uh, sh- I'm going to start talking about inspiring events like when the anti-war movement broke. When people get on the ground, and we come together. We say F you to all of these false idols. That's when change occurs, Casey, and it occurs very quickly. You know, I was in Sardinia where the people of sardinia you know when the italian government tried to seize all their property they said f you they got together and they stopped them this is what they don't want casey that's why if you notice they're copying our words casey movement right they don't know what the hell a movement is probably their own bowel movements that's all they know when it comes (laughs) to movements okay they do not want us they want to distract people away from the movement for truth, freedom, and health, because they know we figured out the science of systems. We understand how to get on the ground. We're creating a community with all humility. The movement for truth, freedom, and health is the only force that can end this because we're very clear that it has to be bottoms up. And I'm yeah, very clear it, that it's it
1: about, sorry, it's about actual consciousness, not the, not the, yes. uh, the illusion of it, because that's what they're creating is a, is a whole matrix in the subjective minds of people so that they can steer them and eventually end them so that they're not in their way anymore. Yes. Yeah. So it's a very, very clever
0: model, but historically Casey, what's happened is whenever movements come up, bottoms up, um, before they should just crush them, right? Annihilate them. But after the 1920s and 30s, after they saw, wow, these movements are powerful, they actively created the not so obvious establishment. That's what happened. And many people who are well-meaning activists couldn't figure out this dynamic. That's why many of these uh, movements went away. But if you look back at history and we understand what in system science, we call it a disturbance. If we understand this, then, and but to understand this, you have to have the physics, you have to take a little bit of time, and most people don't have 20 years. So that's why when I put together the Truth Freedom Health course, it educates people on this dynamic that the elites, by the way, learn. They understand system science. So we wanna bring like Prometheus bringing fire to the earth. That's knowledge is what we've done, number one. Number two, we encourage people building our local communities, getting together offline. Um, um, March was May 20th, our team organized a day of action. We told people to get on the ground. I don't care if you're alone holding up a sign for truth for health. We need to get people interacting with their neighbors, not just during election time, but constantly. And that's the only way out, Casey. But to your point, and I, as I've said always, it's about raising consciousness.
1: Yes, that's, the only way out of this. that's what I do. That I mean, if you know what I do, I I just donate my time when I can and do a little podcasting and do a little sharing of all the things I've realized meditating and uh that's what i'm doing here in in my place in arizona is i've been uh, meeting with with neighbors and and getting them i have a little permaculture farm i've started and been building and and it's uh growing lettuce without even watering it in arizona which is unbelievable uh but uh i'm just i'm showing people that this can be done we're running solar on greenhouse and have a full wet wall fan systems i mean we're doing it here and feeding our chickens with a, a natural way where we put pipes in the ground and throw our food and scraps in there with holes in it so that the worms can go in and out and they can scratch and get worms. We're doing a lot of stuff here. I'm trying to get my neighbors ready because I know that the future's offline and, and uh, people aren't going to have Yeah, a the future is going to go. be
0: offline, but we have to work together because, um, you know, it's, it's a Voltaire model, right? Do you go build your own garden, right? Which you can, or do we want to change the world at a fundamental level? No matter how many gardens we build, they're still dropping poop, you know, from the skies. Right? right. Right. They control the air. So we have no choice but to be decentralized, but we have to build a movement and interconnect. So it's both has got to get done. So anyway, Casey, thank you for your questions. Yeah.
1: Thank you for the education, sir.
0: Yeah. I'll be out to Arizona. We should connect.
1: We have a lot of good people out there. Thank you. Sounds good. It sounds good to me. Thank you. Yep. Let's go to uh, let's take another uh-huh. question. Go ahead, John. Right, I'm
2: going to take. I'm going to take a couple of quick ones from uh, social media.
3: Uh, Robin Doyle is asking, uh, "What's the best way to organize?"
0: Well, the best way to or it's a great question. In order to organize, you need to have some organizing principles. What's happened historically is that many people, well-meaning, go organize and they start building movements, and most of them fail because they didn't have the organizing principles. Just like if you're going to build a bridge. There's some physics there. You can probably get lucky and build a bridge one day, but more than 90% chance it'll fall apart. So first step is I recommend everyone understand the foundations of system science because there are nine principles, which I've uncovered, no different than if you want to build a bridge or do civil engineering or build an airplane, Bernoulli's principle. These nine principles give you the foundation to go organize a movement and to know that the pitfalls are going to do, it gives you the blueprint, step one. Step two is very, very important that people learn how to articulate this to other people because it's one thing, you knowing it, but once you learn this, there's the, what I call you have the responsibility to learn the material, but teach and serve other humans. So in our case, we put together the material, we put together a leadership program. It's accessible for everyone who wants to commit. And then we want people to get on the ground in our model of organizing. We already have close to 400,000 people, you know, probably 400 million people worldwide who've heard about it. But we've let this percolate bottoms up. So one of the things is we need conscious leaders who can educate and articulate this to other people. So is it Robin Doyle? Uh, Was that her name, John? Uh, Yes. Yeah. So, Robin, what I'd suggest is please um, take advantage and become a Truth, Freedom and Health Warrior. Wherever you are in your community, we have many, many people already there that you can help organize and mobilize. We've also put together a lot of technology tools independent of big tech that'll help you organize. John, maybe you can just bring up the truthfreedomhealth.com website. John, can you do that or can I only do that?
3: Um, have, it has to be shared on Zoom.
0: Oh, okay. So let me do it here. So let me just very quickly, since Robin asked, um, again, this is um, this is for educational purposes. If I go to truthfreedomhealth.com, um, you'll see that we put together... The material to support the organization uh, in a very methodical way that you need. So if you go to truthforhealth.com, you notice it says get educated or be enslaved. The Truth Freedom Health itself is a system that involves, first of all, theory, practice, uh, ground tools. And you can go to the site, but let me just sort of jump over to the fundamental problem we're solving. The fundamental problem we're solving is there's lots and lots of information. Um, But most of this information is being put through the lens of ignorance. And that's why you have a lot of people out there who either get complacent, they want to move away and live in the mountain, or they get desperate. they, They think terrorism is a way or they get into this left or right. And the only way out of this is through wisdom, through knowledge. And knowledge is different than information. Knowledge is the ability to see these interconnections. There's a science to doing that. And to support all of you doing that, number one is you have to study. I'm sorry. You can. You may be very smart, but you may be very smart and learn how to throw a curveball. But if you have a coach, you'll learn it much quicker. You don't have to spend 10 years throwing out your arm or to ski anything. So the Foundations of Systems course is accessible to anyone, and it teaches you the science of systems. It teaches you how the, uh, this, these scientific principles go back thousands of years. Um, and then I put together books. You don't have to buy them on Amazon. We give them away. It's all part of this. There's four books that will teach you how you can apply the science of systems to anything, your body, politics, health, science. And then there's a theory paper. I've also wanted to help people on the health side. So it took me 20 years to build a tool where you can't go fight and organize if you're unhealthy, right? Health is a foundational infrastructure to fight for freedom and to truth. So this tool will help you figure out what kind of system you are when you're off course and how foods and supplements can support you. It's all included. Um, I also wanna teach you that food is medicine. And then every once in two uh, months, we bring together people and organize so people get continuing education on how to organize. We also want you to teach other people. So we have a portal. Um, I do these one-on-ones, but we have a whole community of people wherever you are. um, And we've also created tools for activism, The, the flyers, the cards, so you can hand them out. And we have a tool that's equivalent to Twitter, uh, Facebook and YouTube that you can also use to get out there. So, fundamentally, we've created the infrastructure and all the education, but please take advantage of that because it's central to your being able to succeed. Go ahead, John. Next. Okay. Uh, next is um, I'm going to bring up a question from uh, Liberty on YouTube. And he's asking uh, Do you think the elites will fight amongst themselves to be top dog? Yeah, they always fight among themselves. Uh, Who is that asset, John? Libertine? So, look, the elites among their own will fight among themselves, but when push comes to sub, they will organize to destroy you and me and others unless we get organized. I'll give you an example. Um, uh, There was a very famous event in um, uh, history called the Paris Commune. And if you remember, this is when, uh, if you go study this, when the Prussian German at that time was called Prussia, and when the Germans, uh, the Prussian and the French armies were annihilating each other in the uh, Franco-Prussian war, they were fighting each other. Well, while they were killing each other for their own imperial aims, the workers in France seized control of Paris. It was quite extraordinary. It's first time working people seized control and for two months, they literally controlled Paris and they changed all these laws uh, in in favor of of the Paris workers. So Paris has a rich history of revolutionary change. Guess what happened? The, t- the elite, two elites, the Prussian king and the French uh, people were fighting against each other, the, the elites, right? Because they, they also have their fights. They stopped fighting, turned around their armies, came back to France and beat the shit out of the workers and then went back to fighting. So please understand that. That's what the elites will do. If China and, um, and the United States may have some dispute because one uh, group wants some mine, cobalt mine in africa and china wants a cobalt mine but if the russia if the chinese workers and the u.s workers united and we fought guaranteed they both come back and try to annihilate us what scares them is the unity of working people so when they say we they don't mean you right so you're definitely right the elites are constantly fighting for power for empire building on their own
1: Okay,
2: we have a number of other um, uh, raised hands here on Zoom. I'm gonna go to uh,
3: Julisa Flores.
0: Go ahead, Julisa.
3: Julisa, can you unmute, please? Thank you. Hi, good afternoon, Dr. Shiva. It's a pleasure to finally, finally get to meet you. Um, I've been reading your book, The Body and the Systems. Uh, oh, good. Um, it's It's been, uh, I do share your videos. Um, my first question is, how do we get started? I'm here in Florida, um, in Orlando, Florida, I am healing cancer right now. Um, and I'm very intrigued. Uh, I am a healthcare auditor. Um, unfortunately I'm very disappointed. I was one, like you said, um, that voted for Trump. I saw the hypocrisy and, um, I have been one of those in, in my, uh, Workplace where I stood ground where I've not been vaxed um, and um, I was very how do you say it uh, persecuted, <laughs> um, but I would like to know more about uh, this true freedom. I've been speaking to my neighbor here he's a former DoD retired employee I've been speaking to my community here in in Orlando. I see a lot of corruption, very disgusted. I do see where the hypocrisy of where you're talking about Twitter um I want to, I'm going to definitely go for you as a, as a a presidential candidate. I am going independent. I believe in what you're saying. And I believe, like I said, it's a bottoms up movement. I respect the fact that you are very open-minded and uh, very intelligent. So.
0: Well, so, 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 so you asked, where do you get started? So if you asked me that 20 years ago, right. Or 30 years ago when I was 17, There was no way to get started you just sort of jumped in you see what i'm saying and you um maybe said oh okay the way to fight is i'm going to vote for xyz candidate right or i'm going to file this lawsuit or i'm going to fight you know like in your case against your administration right um right and what's unfortunate is every other field of existence has a science around it you follow like if you said i want to be a nurse you go to nursing school right um, If right. you want to be a doctor, you have to go to undergraduate. Then you go get your medical degree. If you want to be an astrophysicist, you have to take, you know, theory of elasticity. You have to take courses, and it, right. But where is the school? Where is the training that you get when you say, "Hey, I, w- I want to change the world," right? So right. that's the, that's been the you know I've invented, contributed, you know, built many companies. But I would say the main one of the main contributions I've made is to build the truth for the health system, which is really a university. It's the science, you know, the book System and Revolution really goes down to the heart of what is the physics and everyone can learn it. You don't have to you know math or anything else. I've made it very accessible, right? What are the principles of building a movement, right? Who are gonna be the enemies? What are the dynamics? So once you understand that framework and what's happened with our educational system, Julisa, is that everyone thinks They learn something they're an expert. This is what the millennials think, right? No one understands that you actually have to put a little bit of time and you have to learn the craft, right? A really good carpenter has studied with a master, right? A really, in the old days, most of the knowledge was through oral tradition. So you learn the real principles. So unfortunately, the educational system thinks, oh, everyone, Johnny went to school. Therefore, he gets a trophy. Everyone's smart. Well, you have to put, everyone may be smart but they have to learn the knowledge. So the first thing we've done, Julisa, is put together in some ways a university of how do you create revolutionary change? What are those principles? Number one, then we that's called the learning process, but learning is not real learning until you learn how to teach it. So we want you to teach, and then we want you to serve, learn, teach, and serve. And the service model means you have to get on the ground, you have to become a leader in your community. Given the questions you're asking, Julie, I invite you every Saturdays, we have our leadership program. So, John, please take Julisa's name and also Casey's name, because I think they're very, you know, uh, people actually want to change. But I recommend that, that Julisa because once you go through the training and understand it, we have thousands of people in Florida. One of the things we're doing is building our leadership so you can really help there because you've gone through experience we've had to fight. Some people have never had to fight. Some people have fought and then they come to a point. Wow. How do I fight better? Right and that's the system of knowledge that needs to be understood otherwise we're all going to fail or otherwise change is going to take another 20 years because people are just going to sort of do it by trial and error does that make sense
3: absolutely i totally yes.
0: if i if i if i said here's an airplane here just go fly it you're probably going to crash okay you no matter how many how much good intention you have but if you go through the training you say oh i got this airplane now i know how to fly it right um and that's what we're creating we need to have a fundamental infrastructure that takes people, makes them leaders in their community to be independent of left and right. Like, what does that mean? So they learn the science, they learn the physics, they have others and they have tools. And that's what we've done at Truth Freedom Health. So please take advantage of that. But thank you for your question. Thank you. Let's go to Yosef Shaw. Go ahead, Yosef. Unless, John, you have someone on social. Go ahead, Yosef. Hello. How are you doing, Dr. Uh, Shiva? A we
2: spoke before, uh, like last week, about Dylan Benjamin. Aaron, kind of reminds me of what you said, because I was at an event last week, Dr. Shaw, I mean, uh, Dr. Shiva, and what I saw was, I've been standing in touch with Crystal. I haven't had a chance to talk to her yet, but I met, this, met these people at the concert, and they're millennials. And the biggest problem that we have is that you guys think that we uh, we we didn't have participation trophies, right? And this is why I'm trying to ask you about. Uh, this is the question: When we're being from 25 to about 35 millennials right now, and what we see is that like we care more about social issues than like our money, than houses. And I feel like Dr. Uh, Shiva, My question is: Is that when we go on the internet and speak truth, it's not that we're being shadow banned now; we're being throttled. Like yesterday, I was listening to a live stream. They start talking about the election, uh, and the results from Trump, and it was about a feminist and a male, and it was a debate. And what you're seeing, Dr. Shiva, is now is they're throttling it, where you can't even hear what's going on anymore with these social media companies. Uh, did you know that? So, like, if you're watching a live stream and you say something that you shouldn't say, the whole the, the 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 entire stream goes muted, and it just starts uh it get, it starts glitching. And one of the questions is that. You said you want us to go into the physical and get into these people's houses and and uh, talk to people. I talk to people at these concerts, Dr. Shiva. But the biggest problem I see in my generation is they care more about the gays and the transgenders. It's because the older generation, they're not understanding that like, they want uh, everyone to be loving to each other, right? And I feel like, Dr. Shiva, we start to show people that, yeah, we don't agree with your transgender. We don't agree you're gay, but let's try to figure out what's one thing that we can agree upon. And that's what I was trying to do, talking about mortgages, talking about communities and how Owen Benjamin is the only one on the whole internet making the internet physical. And I was, it was just the question is, Dr. Shiva, is that how can we do that if the, the, the boomer population continues to throw hatred? Onto the millennials and say, well, we have participation trophies. We didn't have that. You know what I mean? We had, we barely had the internet. That's more the zoomers. I didn't have participation trophies. I had more of a, a attitude of like, uh, our, uh, we had, we didn't seatbelts and cars sometimes, sometimes, uh, some of our slides were like metal, you know what I mean? So I feel yeah, like, let me answer, let, let me answer yeah. your
0: question. I look, here's the bottom yeah. line. Okay. It's taken me 50 years to organize this knowledge. <laughs> Okay. And these principles, everyone, including Owen and all those people should go through this course. Let me tell you why, without this knowledge, people will always keep making mistakes. Okay. Everyone number it's step one, because it's like, we figured out how to build bridges, right? We figured out how to make airplanes. You, you have good feelings. You want to build an airplane. You want to build a bridge, but you're trying to figure it out on your own. When you have the physics. You Mm -hmm. can build a bunch of bridges, okay? And there's Mm -hmm. no trophies there. But the biggest thing that needs to happen is if you take all of these issues, transgender, Mm -hmm. the the reason that none of those issues are gonna go anywhere is because for every issue that affected a human being, there was a policy that led to that issue that affected someone's physical biology. Let me explain what I mean by that, okay? So if if you look at the transgender issue, the left is promoting this as a norm and the right is saying that's not normal and they're telling people oh don't buy target buy <laughs> buy at our right-wing stores right so they're not addressing the fundamental issue the issue of transgenderism by way of example there may be a distribution some distribution of people who have various sexualities okay but if you look at the policy that was done there was a policy that was implemented which said that you could pollute the environment. That policy was implemented over here. Well, that policy resulted in endocrine disruptors. And no one wants to talk about this. Those endocrine disruptors have resulted probably in more of the population sexuality being perturbed. And so when you look at policy and you can take that policy literally at the molecular physics level to how it affects your body, now you have something that goes beyond left and right. It goes beyond. Well, we're all working together, aren't we? Nice people. We're all working in our little communities. No, you have to go and educate people that the policies that X Y Z does affects people. And we're not going to change the world by running off. No matter how many good feelings we have, you know, I have friends who go off to Vermont. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to start my garden. It's not going to change because you go look in the sky, and the, it's still being affected by these policies, which are global policies. And so it is mistaken thinking to think we can just go run off and do things without organizing truly a movement and a movement must be organized in a very conscious way it's not going to happen because there is um people being oppressed does that make sense yeah, Joseph, does it make sense to you yes
2: uh Dr. yes Dr. Because Dr. my question my question was also that do you think you could come to the Baratari FS and explain that to Owen. because, like, you're right. He thinks that uh, Missouri's is going to be this
0: promised place, but maybe if you could put that in your schedule, it's, yeah, uh, yes, it's, not gonna, g- it's not going to it's not going to happen because people have tried yeah. to create these utopias in the past. You can give yeah. you many, many examples, and mm-hmm. it is actually, in some ways, running away from having to actively build mm-hmm. and understand the physics. It would basically be saying, one day somehow we're going to build airplanes. Okay, yeah. one you have to organize and you have to understand the physics. So, yes. so that's why I encourage all of you guys to recognize that the concept of decentralized utopian communities have existed since the 1800s, but they always yeah. went kaput because people forget that we live in, the reality is this iPhone did not just manifest itself, okay? And you look at this yep. the supply chain here, which everyone uses on these decentralized farming communities, right? I go to India and yes. in an ashram, you'll have a yogi dressed in a saffron robe and he'll pull out his iPhone and he's meditating. So come on, we have to recognize we're living in a world <laughs> yeah. where we do live in an interconnected, no, I'm being serious. So we can't, yes. that's escapism. We have yes. to deal with the material reality of people are being fucked over. The elites yep. are getting stronger. We live in a global interconnected world. You may yep. have your own little farm, but what's the shit's falling from the sky? Well, it yep. could be, Uranium depleted thorium, you know, particles, which enter yeah. your, What are you going to do then? You yeah. say, so we have to build a movement and that movement needs principles. So I really encourage you guys all to get involved and learn these principles because it's only going to make you stronger. So you have hey, one yeah. half of the equation, but you're missing this entire other piece. Thanks, hey, Dr. Yor- Shiva, yeah. uh, is, can I? Yeah. Oops. I think I lost. Let me take David. Go ahead, David Crockett. David David Crockett, we'll come. Back. yeah, go ahead, David. John Thank you. One, one second before John, are we have any more questions on social? or so after David, should we wrap it up? John? John Medlar.
3: yeah, I think I think we should wrap it
2: up.
0: Okay, go ahead, David. One more question. We'll wrap it up, meaning on social. Go ahead, David.
2: Thank you. I want to know if you. If you're aware of the case of Leonard Peltier, the American Indian movement leader who's been in federal prison for over 40 years based on fabricated evidence. Yeah, I met Leonard.
0: Yeah. Leonard Peltier came to our university many, many years ago. So I'm very familiar with Leonard Peltier's story um, and the injustice that's taken place to him, David. So we can talk about it right after. I. But but yes, very, very familiar with this story. Big time. So
2: can you commit to clemency for him if you're elected president?
0: Definitely. He should definitely receive a pardon. And I'm surprised he hasn't received one.
2: Okay. It's very important for people to know your position on that. Thank you very much. I'll tell yep. people because a lot of people will pay attention to you because of that. Thank yep. you.
0: Thanks, David. Um all right, so we'll come. Kathy, just hold on. What we're going to do is to everyone on social media, thank you. We're going to be continuing our open house. And John, you may just want to put on social tonight at eight p.m. We'll be doing a town hall and an open house. We're going to be talking about John. What's the topic tonight at eight?
3: Um, I'm sorry, I. Um, just it was a town hall.
0: Um, uh, the topic tonight is healthcare again. Yes. Yeah, so tonight we're going to be talking about healthcare, but specifically uh, to everyone listening, I'm going to tell you why the real solution um, is not only improving your immune system, but the, very specifically the 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act must be repealed. It is that act signed by John Kennedy that allowed government to get into your pants, get into your body. And no, no no, other candidate, no one wants to address this. All the grifters are saying, oh yeah, we're against vaccine mandates, let's create safe vaccines. No, the 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act must be repealed and replaced with what I would call the Dr. Shiva Natural Immunity Act of 2024, which was going to take all that money and a fraction of it and start educating people how to boost their immune systems and to have a one-to-one relationship with their healthcare provider. So please come. Tonight, and we'll talk about that. And we'll expose booby effing Kennedy and all of these grifters, and those are the people who really need to get whipped. Okay? Thank you, everyone. Be well. Uh, everyone on uh, Zoom, stay. Thank you. John, tell me when we're done with that.